welcome to AFLW Fantasy Pod with your host, Michael, and I'm here with Bainey, of course. Bainey? How are you, Michael? Good. How are you going? I'm feeling powerful today, Michael. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> I'm excited. I thought last week was went so well that we'd go again. We uh, yep. obviously had Mim Strom on last week from Fremantle, so I thought this time we might try and grab someone from one of the expansion clubs. Nice. So today we're lucky enough to be joined by Britt Perry from Port Adelaide. Britt, how are you going? Good, thank you. Good. It's great to be here. Thanks. That's the way. Now, the important question, we'll get it out of the way first. How much familiarity do you have with fantasy, be it men's or women's? Yeah, I've, I've definitely challenged my family to some fantasy leagues in the men's. I haven't nice. touched the women's too much yet, but I've, right. I can't say I'm the best at it, but I've definitely challenged them. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your highest ranking? Do you know what you've done, what you, where you finished in the men's? Look, to be honest, I'm more worried about um, my ranking in my family and I yep. always come nice. second to my brother. So, um, yeah, he's painful when he comes to that. He's really good at it. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm probably like 10,000 for the, for the overall. Like, I'm not great. And that's still, that's still <laughs> that's top 10%. Good. That's actually pretty good. Oh, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, like if you follow the, the fantasy community online, you get people that have been playing for a decade that still finish well outside that. So it's actually not oh. bad. Bonus. Nice, nice. Um, Britt, for, for the benefit of our listeners, can you just give us a brief rundown about yourself and, and sort of your background and, and uh, getting into women's footy? Yeah, of course. Um, so I actually started off playing uh, cricket. I played cricket for South Australia for quite some time from when I was about 18 when I left school and uh, always played footy in the background. So I was obviously playing cricket at a higher level, but they couldn't kind of stop me from playing footy. So I kept playing footy throughout. Uh, when my cricketing career sort of came to an end, um, I thought, why not throw my hat in the ring? I've been playing footy this whole time. Why not, um, why not have a crack at the big leagues? And um, managed to get put my name in the hat for, for the draft and got picked up by GWS nice. uh, in 2019. So um, I had one year with GWS and then I was lucky enough to get have some conversations with um, some Gold Coast, the Gold Coast coach and uh, play a trial match for them. And I really love what they what they brought um, in 2020, and so I went back into the draft and went back up to up to the Gold Coast, played three years uh, for the Gold Coast, and then this year I'm um, originally from SA, so um, I was pretty keen to come home when Port got a team um, and got super super lucky to uh, yeah. to be able to get traded down to Port. So I'm really looking forward to this year. That's awesome. And uh, how have you fit in so far at Port Adelaide? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, we've got some seriously powerful people, um, women especially at the club, and uh, the girls. We've, we just feel so empowered to be able to be here in SA and, and um, put together a, lead, a team to go into the AFL. And uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Everyone's we're getting along really well. We've got camp this weekend, so we're really looking forward to that as well. Nice. And you you came across the port with I believe three of your Gorgos teammates, right? Four, actually, yeah. Four of them, okay. Yeah, so that, that would have eased the transition. Mass exodus. Yeah, it was, uh, no, it was excellent. Um, we took four really good gems um, from the Gold Coast. Uh, I'm sure they're sorry to see gone, but uh, I'm stoked to have them as my teammates still. Yeah, I mean, they obviously, um, they, they had a, a, a bit of a rough year on the ladder, Gold Coast. So that's... Um, that might hurt losing a few. Although they do have Charlie Rowbottom, who you play with firsthand, and um, she, from a fantasy perspective, was like by far. I mean, obviously Kiara Bowers from the from a top end was the best player, but from a, a rookie perspective, 
Uh, Charlie Rowbottom was like by far the best player in the competition. Yeah, she's got some tackling power that you've never seen. You don't want to tackle her, come up against her at training, to be honest. So, um, no, nah, she's she's obviously a star in the making. She's got plenty of um, skill to keep bringing, and I'm sure those points will just keep going up because she's never going to lose that tackling power. So I reckon once she gets a few more kicks in there, she'll be uh, she'll be top of the tables. Yeah, I was actually surprised that uh, I mean Mimi Mimi Hill was great last year, but uh, sorry last season. But uh, I think Charlie was probably robbed to be honest with the rising star. She was just and she played every yeah. game as well. And to do it so at that level at her age was just incredible. Yeah, she uh, she went through some injury stuff too. She didn't have an easy run. She certainly had to work her way through it and uh, and deal with a few issues here and there as well. So. Um, yeah, kudos to her for having a great first season. But, I mean, we expected that. She's a star, so so I'm sure she'll get better from here. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, you play cricket, so you know all about numbers and figures. Uh, tell us about, you know, do you keep track of your stats in footy, uh, disposals, tackles? Um, is that something that, that, that you look on individually as well as, obviously, the, the team the team numbers as well? Yeah, of course. Uh, it oh, it varies a lot depending on what position you play so uh, and the role that you've got in the team as well so uh, I definitely keep an eye on my stats but at the same time I don't always judge my have I played my role based on those stats so but yeah definitely probably it's probably a bad thing to keep no no not at all not not when you're on a fantasy podcast we love it we want you to keep more track (laughs) (laughs) we we want you going in at at each quarter break and saying come on guys i've only had four disposals give me another couple actually to be honest one of the things that my my brother texts me every week after the game um when he looks on the he looks on the fantasy stats uh on on the um on the app all the time non-stop Yep. And he texts me after every game, oh, you were fit in fantasy stats this week. <laughs> nice. So I, I've certainly got it, kept an eye on that much. Yeah, well, you did actually have your highest fantasy average in the season just gone. So um, out of your, I think, four, this is your fifth season, right, upcoming? It will be, yeah. Yeah, so out yeah. of the four seasons you've had, um, the season just gone, Gold Coast was your highest fantasy average. Well, so you're on the right trajectory. Well, I'm hoping to improve on that for sure. I reckon... Um, a bit more forward entry will uh, assist in that. So mm. hopefully uh, we've got a pretty solid midfield and a, and a really strong forward line. Um, so I'm hoping that uh, that can improve once again. And on that, um, obviously Port Adelaide being a new club, from a fantasy perspective, it's going to be really hard to know who to pick because the round one team is going to be, I mean, I'm sure it's hard enough inside the yeah. wall. So outside the wall is going to be really hard to know who's starting, especially sort of in the rookie end of things. But with the... The midfielders, the centre bounce, sort of the three the three midfielders around the centre bounce each week are normally where you want to go in a fantasy perspective. Do you have any idea at this stage who's tracking to be starting in the middle? Well, it's uh, we've we've pushed around a lot of little um, pieces and we're testing every week um, players in in positions to sort of get them started. But in terms of who's going to be racking up the stats, I will be I'll be putting some some uh, numbers down on Maria Maloney. She's an okay. absolute nice. workhorse. Uh, I don't reckon she'd be worth much, but I reckon she'll, she racks up so many Ks in the midfield. I reckon she'll be racking up the disposals and the tackles. Um, nice. There's always Spud, Kate Sermon. She, uh, I think she'll probably play a bit more of a midfield role this year. So uh, that might be a, a little tip to get in, get a few extra stats in there. Um, if you're looking for a tackle, tackle, 
tackling beast. Um, you, you can go, really go past Jack Yorston. She'll uh, she'll rack up a lot of tackles. Okay. Nice. Um, again, you've got Erin Phillips in the team, so yeah. it's probably going to be worth a lot of a lot of money. But yeah. you know, she's probably I'd say she'll be kicking a fair few goals. So I'd be uh, and I I wouldn't cut her out of put it being put in the middle either. So okay, so yeah, she might be a good sort of uh, end of year upgrade target. Because as you as you would know, you know the, the priority in fantasy is to to find players who are going to like have a big spike in output yep. on their previous season, and I think it's going to be pretty hard for Erin to top what she did. <laughs> this is very so, true. Um, and you obviously, you know, you've picked up on that tackles are a big part of how players can accumulate a good score. Yeah, for sure. Yep, definitely. Um, who else can I throw at you? I would say, oh, I reckon. Jade DeMello's in for a really good year okay. as well. Um, nice, nice. And, Position does she play? I'm not familiar. Uh, look, she's going to play all over the place, I think. There's a chance she could play off a half forward line, a half back line through the midfield. Yep. She's got a really big tank on her. Nice. So, um, and then there's another one who's been really impressing me at training is Abby Dowrick. She's been um, taking a lot of marks and yep. getting a really good clearances out of the midfield. So I wouldn't yep. be uh, – I reckon they'd be worth low numbers, but – give you some good output nice. this is so good um awesome awesome got to do some research on this players you just mentioned but um can you share with us um how the, the rookies are tracking so the draft just gone um you know you, you picked up um uh, hannah ewing uh, sarah goodwin how, how they're looking like yeah they're uh they're very talented i'd say everyone on the um on the list at the moment's an uneven playing field at the moment there's no one who's who's going to be like straight in the team. Um, everyone's got the opportunity to get in. So uh, some of those rookies that we just picked up have been like we uh, we play games on the weekends, yep. uh, on the Saturdays, every Saturday as part of our training. And it's absolutely fantastic. And uh, some of those girls, they're not yet into 100% of the game time. They're only up to about 80% because I've only been in for a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but next week will be their first Hundred percent, and they are. There's some shining lights in there for sure. Nice. Yeah, and so. do you think that with the short turnarounds, um, like, do you think there's some players that's going to help and some players that's going to hinder as far as not much of a break between seasons? Like, I don't know whether some players might take a bit longer to sort of get into the swing of things, or whether there's others that are just raring to go. Yeah, to be honest, I think in our squad that there's not really anyone that's going to be hindered by the short turnaround other than someone who might want to have gone on holidays or like Hannah Dunn who got married and in the break and she's uh, literally just before she came here. So she hasn't had a chance to go on a honeymoon or something like that. But (laughs) outside of that, um, I think that the short turnaround should be, it just means that everyone's still really fit and firing and um, still in that game um, ready mode to, to sort of go out and just punch out some good plays. Nice. And, um, I guess the important thing we really want to know is who are the most selfish players at the club? Because they're the ones that we really want. So can you throw some players under the bus for us? Like who, oh. who, who goes out there and just says, no, 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 give me the ball and I'll kick it. Cause I'm better than you and just racks them up. Oh, I'm, I'm not someone to throw people under the bus. Uh, <laughs> look, I think, look, <laughs> I reckon Spud's going to get a lot of touches. Okay. Um, so I'd say, yeah, she's probably, she's, she's getting in and under and, and earning them. So I'm not going to say. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an admirable uh, trait. It's, in it's an admirable um, trait. I reckon Jem Houghton's going to have a big year in terms of goals. Mm-hmm. Um, she has got her aim sights 
front and centre and she's doing a really good job taking some big marks as well So at training. So um, I reckon she's going to she's gonna kick a fair few goals this year as well. Yep. Um, well, I guess she's come from a pretty stacked uh, team at Fremantle, so she might enjoy having a bit more space. Yeah. Yeah, I think as well we've, we, you're able to come and sort of learn uh, how each other plays and, and then adapt to that and sort of create space and things like that that, that other people can work into and, and sort of build on each other's strengths um, rather than sort of coming into a team where you've, people have been there for ages and trying to, trying to just do the same thing over and over, whereas we're like, oh, all right, Jen, this is what you're good at. I'll move this way and let you do that because you're really good at it and then you, you let me do this and we'll work together fine. Nice, nice. Um, you've got experience now being in a few uh, clubs. Uh, this is an expansion club. Um, we're so interested to see where Port sort of um, sit on the on the ladder and you know how 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 things pan out for the uh, the expansion clubs itself. Are you able to benchmark in terms of how how you're feeling ahead of this this uh, this season and where you reckon you know will Port be competitive and if so, because um, we we're looking for for competitive teams that can yeah, of course. you know get possessions and, and rack up those numbers yeah yeah i'll tell you there's one thing we will certainly bring and that's pressure nice. um i think we're going to be a very competitive team i think uh we have set our sights really high so there's certainly um like room for us to work really hard to get there but i think our training program has set us up to be successful in this so Obviously, we won't know till round one to five to ten. Yep. But uh, but at this stage, I reckon we're we're set for a really high pressure game, and nice. uh, we've got some really good hand, really good skills. So like, nice. the work through the outside is going to be really good too. Nice. And as as Bainey said, you've um you've got quite a unique perspective having been at three different clubs. Uh, I think you've played. I think it was four games with the Giants, and then uh, maybe fourteen with the Suns. Uh, how right, yep. yeah <laughs> how um like how how are port different to how you've experienced like whether it be through the coaching or how are you finding them different to the other clubs yeah i mean straight away lauren arnell is a fantastic coach um she's come in with a, a point of view that i don't i haven't seen at another club so far nice. or within another coach like i've had a couple of other coaches inside my time so um the coaching perspective the direction the way that we form trainings um, has been fantastic. It's been something I haven't, yeah, haven't seen before and it's been really good. I look forward to seeing the outcome of that. Um, we also have three, four, five, ten fantastic women who are leading the club in this wow. place. Um, just like to name two of them, Rachel Spawn and, and Juliet Haslam have just fantastic humans who are doing everything they can to sort of get us in the right direction. But they also have such a good background. They have an elite background in everything they've done. So come, taking us from zero to, to wherever we get to, we're on a good platform to start, nice. I think. Nice. nice. And you, um, at the Gold Coast, you actually kicked, I believe, their first ever goal, correct? Yeah. In the club's yeah. history. So I did, I did a bit of research. Oh, actually, I had a, a friend of the pod, Azza, he did a bit of research for us. And uh, if you do kick the first goal for Port Adelaide, you'll be the only player, not just in AFLW, but AFL history, to oh, ever really? kick the first goal for two different clubs. Oh, that will be special. That will be, might so, have to share that and see yeah, if I can I think, land on my chest. <laughs> what I'm hoping, pre-round one, you tell, the, you tell the coach that's that, so they have to play you. 
And then you just tell your teammates, look, let's be honest, round one is all about me. Right? Let's not worry about the win. I need yeah. to get the first goal. Clear out the forward line and just get as many goals as you can. What do you think? Uh, look, I'm pretty happy. I am very much a team person. I'm very much uh, I'm here to get everyone to get the team on top. So I'm not going to push not what we myself. Want here, <laughs> but at the same time, I would be stoked to hold that record. Uh, it would be cool. Nice. I Thanks. have been on a um, on a quiz night where that has been a question. So wow. Been, wow. I've been set up okay. pretty much. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, you you got to think that this is probably going to be most likely the last opportunity anyone ever has to actually have the chance to be the first goal kicker for two different clubs because, wow. you know, I mean, the chances of adding new teams, maybe Tassie at some point for, you know, the men's or women's, but chances are Very um, no one's ever going to. I mean, obviously you've got the other three expansion clubs as well. I'm not sure if they have anyone on their list that kicked the first goal for a club though. Right. So That's a good question. Yeah. That's good. That, you know what? Bugger him. I'm going to go for it. <laughs> I love it. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> and that leads me to my next question. Can we start with you in our fantasy teams? Oh, I hope so. Um, <laughs> that's the aim. Uh, I've built my game around uh, pressure and, and, and skill. So I'm really, uh, well, my game smarts is what's going to get me there. So I'm hoping that that's, that's where I sit in the team and I can help lead that um, through the first game and through the rest of the games and through trainings. Um, so, yeah, so that's, I hope you can, but obviously I can't read the coaches. Yeah, well, yeah, yet. of course. I mean, you, like I said, you did have your best. Uh, fantasy season last season so you're on the right trajectory and uh, in fantasy we, you know we want to pick players that we think are going to have a, a jump whether it be through uh, role change or changing clubs which obviously you've done or just natural improvement I think um, I think our court ability to transition the ball either from half back through to the forward lines or even from the midfield through the forward lines is going to be probably uh, right up there with or surpass what we've what I've sort of had in the past. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that so more supply. Yeah, yeah. without saying it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we we don't want diplomatic answers here. We <laughs> throw your old club under the bus. They don't matter anymore. <laughs> it's all about That's Port Adelaide. Um, Love that. Um, speaking of um, uh, other clubs, uh, you know, you've been with the AFLW for, for some time now, can you share with us from a fantasy perspective, you know, the players that have just sort of caught your eye, if you had a team, what Ooh. other players from other clubs would, would, would be in your, in your squad? Yeah. And no St. Kiara Bowers. She, that's a cheat answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's, um, I would probably put Kiara Bowers in. Uh, Robert, she'd be the Patrick Dangerfield, the, that yeah. I'd be putting yep. in straight she, away. It doesn't matter how much they're worth. Yeah. They're the one yeah. you've yeah. just got to yep. put in. Um, it's a good question, though. I would be putting some money, um, not money, obviously, but I would be putting <laughs> putting in my team, um, what am I thinking? I reckon people, obviously, Hatchie would be worth heaps. Yep. Um, but I reckon the girls who are at Hatchie's feet and around her would yep. be worth a whole lot less but could uh, certainly pick up a lot of disposals. Yep. Um, I don't know who they'll be there at the moment because they've good. had a change of personnel mm, that's a good call Eloise Jones was one that really ah, benefited yeah. from Hatchard last season she uh, had a really big year getting a lot of ball from from Hatchard and um, and the rest of the midfield yeah for sure um, I'm trying to think of people who wouldn't be worth heaps of money but it's like they're all <laughs> the ones I want to pick you know yeah, well they're, yeah, yeah they're the, the, the ones that are uh, that are cheap that are going to do well they're the, the gold in fantasy right you pick all the right ones of yeah. those you're probably going to win 
Yeah, this is true. Um, I would go someone like oh, almost like a Greta Bodie. I reckon she's in for a big one, maybe. Yep. Yep. Nice. Or um, same team. Uh, oh, I don't know. You sh- have you heard of uh, Yoshida Martin? I think she's she's had I'm some. Not, I'm not familiar with her. Nah, she's she, she didn't really play any games, but I reckon she's got a big forward line coming up. She okay. she played some quaffle and she was pretty spectacular. So, um, nice. I reckon. Nice. If she if she gets a, a gig, I reckon she'll do well. Um, nice. Yeah. What am I thinking? Oh, Dom Carbone. Okay. Hawthorne draft prospect. Yeah. She'll pick up big tackle numbers. Yep. She'll pick up some uh, some good disposal numbers too. Probably more handballs and kicks, but I reckon she'll pick up a few in there. Um, that's what she bases her game on. So I played a uh, – she lived with us for a little bit, but um, – I reckon she's got a big season coming up. Sweet, sweet. Um, uh, Britt, um, I'm sure you're looking forward to round one, but beyond that, uh, what what match are you looking up? Uh, looking forward to the most, and why is it round six? <laughs> why is it round six? I wonder what round six is. No, uh, absolutely cannot wait for the showdown. It is yep. going to be the greatest of greats. I, yep. Again. Another chance to set a first for South Australia as a whole. Mm. Um, and we're playing it on the Adelaide Oval, which is massive. Um, yep. Huge opportunity for us women. But also just for any female who wants to play sport, massive opportunity to come and watch us and, and support us and yes. build to sort of prove that, you know, South Australia support other females and, and they support sport. So oh, Definitely. And, you know, to be on the big stage, right, because there hasn't been many games at the Adelaide Oval. No, I can't wait. The Port supporters will be there in numbers. I'm looking yep. forward to it so much. I can't wait to hear that roar. It's going to be like our first training session had, we had an open training session and there was a roar as we came out of the tunnel and we weren't wow. even expecting people to be there. Wow. Wow. It was it an was insane feeling, but like 50,000 of them, that would be a dream. Yeah, and coming Absolute from dream. obviously the Giants and the Suns who are newer clubs um, in you know the whole of AFL, their supporter bases would be much smaller. Yeah, I had some amazing supporters in the Gold Coast, uh, some who really backed us. Like, they were really great, but at the same time, there was only, like, a few of them, whereas over here, I think, of every single person I've run into, I've talked to. I live miles out of Adelaide, and even the people around me are stoked to to be able to come out to the first game or to the showdown and stuff, so I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, do Port Adelaide play Gold Coast this season, do you know? Yeah, we do. You do? I look forward to that as well. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we get to play them uh, on the Gold Coast, but they didn't put us at Metricon. I think that's a stitch up, but okay. uh, they put us at Broadbeach. So it'll be a good game. Um, I think we'll get the points there, but um, I look forward to having me and the other four sons come up and, and take on our old teammates. Yeah, well, you've been shown to be a, a big game player, right? Like your first game for Gold Coast where you kicked their first goal was actually against the Giants. Yeah. That yeah, would have been it nice. Was, <laughs> it was you. very nice. It was against, I was actually playing one of the players that I idolised as well, so I was wow. pretty stoked. Who was that? Do you mind if I ask? Uh, yeah, um, Jess Dalpos. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, wow, star, wow. So. Yep. yeah, I was pretty, she, she'd run off, so I was pretty stoked to be able to get my hands on that one. Nice, yeah. nice. I'll plan my celebration better this, next time. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question, and, and this is from the fantasy community. We're so interested to know the, the impact of uh, your home performance versus your away performance or mm. you know, home versus away output. From a player's lens, 
is there any difference? Is there more motivation to play home games? Um, you know, fatigue traveling for away games. What what's your what's your feel? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We um as like women in the AFLW, we yet we we work full time. Most yep. of us. Um, yep. so we the travel stuff does does fatigue you out a little bit, but at the same time. We are also stoked to be able to get this opportunity to to play AFLW on the big stage. That like that fatigue doesn't really set in, and we're also so stoked that we get to play, um, that we get to travel and be together for the weekend. Yeah. Um, stay in the same place, go have coffee together, mm. you know, um, have dinners together, and all the team meeting stuff. Everything that happens all together. So, um, the away stuff is. As it's actually sometimes more beneficial than the home stuff. Yeah, bonding and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So when, but when you play at home, nothing beats the crowd. Yep. Um, chase like building you up. You know, if you're chasing someone down or something, like nothing beats that. So it's um, it can be yeah, but it can be fatiguing. You know, driving like I live about an hour out of Adelaide, so it takes me about forty minutes to get to training and get wow. to games and stuff. So it's it as where my family grew up, as where I grew up. It's um, so that's just where I live. But like, um, I would rather do that than yep. you know anywhere else so nice uh, well nice. i've got i've got one last question for you uh don't know if you're almost done Vanny, but i guess for port adelaide specifically like we said earlier the, the most the hardest part is to nail the rookies in a fantasy team so mm-hmm. like if you pick a, a bunch of rookies that get dropped first game or it, it can really throughout your season so who do you i know it's quite early in the preseason but who do you think out of players that are yet to play an aflw game Ooh. might make round one? Oh, good question. Uh, see, I don't know who hasn't played an AFLW game yet uh, from those who got traded. Yep. But in terms of the um, the rookies that have just come in, the draftees, um, I would be putting in Emily Borg. She's okay. a defender. I don't know how many points you're going to get. You'll get a whole lot of tackles and a whole lot of spoils. So That's all that matters. Just, honestly, just I getting reckon. a game is big. <laughs> yeah, so I would be putting her in because she's been taking on Jem Houghton the last couple of weeks Oof. and been playing really well. So nice. I'll be putting her in. Um, Sachi Symes, she's a little uh, little bomb in the forward line. So uh, I look forward to seeing her run out. Um, we haven't given too many of them a, a run in the midfield mm. yet, but... Um, I guess another one would be Dersma. She's coming off sort of the halfback wing-ish and obviously hasn't played any games yet. She's uh, She's got a stinging left boot, so I think she's pretty, she'll be a pretty good, uh, pretty good one to put in as well. She's Xavier's sister, correct? Yeah, she yeah. is, yep. yep. Um, Yasmin Dersma, that is. Um, those who, I'm not, I think everyone else is sort of debuted. Yeah, I don't think you traded in anybody that was yet to play yeah. a game. Yeah, so I think some of those girls will have. Yeah, so those girls I'm really looking forward to. Uh, a couple of them we haven't seen a lot of. Ewings and uh, Goodwin, they both had a, a week long illness straight after getting drafted. Oh, no. Yeah. So we haven't had too much from them yet. But Ewings is such a solid draftee. I've played. I played with her at North Adelaide for um, a few years, probably like five years ago. <laughs> Um, but she was amazing back then, so I'm only assuming once she gets in and she gets back into full training, she'll be she'll be just as good of a star. She's one of those ones who'll probably be a she'll probably cost you a bit more to hang on to her, I reckon. Yep, nice, nice, nice. All right, well, it's uh, it's been great fun, Britt. Do you have any other questions, Penny, before we let her no, go? No, no, I think um, it's it's so good, so insightful to have someone who knows their fantasy and and yeah, um, 
good luck for the season. I think uh, yeah. I, I look forward to it's, it. It's, it's just it's really good to have a chat with someone like Ben said that knows a little bit about fantasy. Um, so you know you know like the the players that have the tackles and the marks are the important ones. So it's really good to get that insight, and um, you know you can have a bit of fun maybe throwing a few few of their teammates under the bus. It's good. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, Port Adelaide can make the finals this year, and you can have a showdown because Adelaide will make the finals. Yeah. Well, sure. I don't know. They've they've uh, might be a bit interesting, but mm, we took but... we took Flip last time. They lost Flip. They had a real struggle town with the year. So yeah, that's true. But maybe uh, <laughs> sounds like your uh, shots fired there. But... <laughs> well, you got to build it up, don't you? No, We've absolutely. Gotta... But imagine a, a, a showdown final. Final far yeah, out. The men's the men have their own um their own fight. You know they. Mm. Crows hate port, so we've got to create that with the women. Oh, I, many, I, I, don't, I don't think you'll too many friends. It. Yeah, I think the supporters will do that for you. This is true. That is yeah, true. Yeah, I look very... forward to it. I can't right, wait well, to be in a state that supports this footy. You know, yeah, 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 two yeah, rugby states. So I'm stoked to <laughs> yeah. see what that's like. But yeah, thanks right, very well, much. Thanks for again, me. Britt. It's been an absolute blast, and um, we'd be happy to have you on again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks very much. Great. Thanks, Britt. Thanks. Yes. Wow, that was that was pretty cool to chat with her. She's she's so cool, and I, I really hope she gets that record. Uh, round one away to the Eagles, kicks the first goal for two two clubs. Uh, that's yeah, crazy. I, really, I really wish the AFL had a, the uh, had done the fixturing so that the expansion clubs' first games could have been home matches. I think that would have been nice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Especially that's in front so. of friends and family as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, to, to do to 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 get such a record. Yeah. But I guess you know you've got eighteen clubs with only ten rounds. The fixturing is probably a bit, yeah, a bit hard. But um, yeah, I think that would have been cool. But yeah, yeah. hopefully she she snags it. I might even <laughs> maybe even we don't endorse gambling, but I might throw a few dollars on the first goal for her for Port Adelaide and yeah, yeah, yep. she goes because I think she's going to be rare. now that she knows about that she's going to yep. be raring to go. Yeah, and. I mean, she's going to be, I'm not sure what she's going to be priced at in fantasy this season yet. Um, Cause obviously as we're recording this fantasy is not open. Uh, she was about 30 K last season, which is, you know, pretty in the middle of the pack um, and scored, I think a 50 from her, her one game. So uh, I don't know what the algorithm is with, with, with Selby and the monster, but um, I'm guessing she's probably going to be pretty cheap having only played one game if they, do a discount. I don't know, but if she's cheap, I think I'll probably start with her. She sounds pretty confident. She's going to play around yes, one. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, and but whereas if she's priced at just what she averaged last year of fifty, I don't think it's probably going to be much of a viable option. Yeah, but but the names that she shared with oh, us are amazing. Got to do some research. That's amazing because the, yeah. the expansion clubs are going to be so hard to yeah, pick, right? Yeah. Like you've got all the other clubs where. You know, you know what their their best team was last year. They've had a few trade ins, a few trade outs, a few draftees. Most draftees probably won't play round one unless you're a Charlie Rowbottom or a Matty Prasparkas. Yeah. Sorry, a Georgie Prasparkas. Um, but yeah, whereas with the new clubs, you just have no idea what their makeup is going to be. So it's huge having someone that can can point yes. out who's who's burning up the track and who's going to get mid time. And that's right, that's right. You mean we don't don't even have to start with them, but just keep them on your radar. Oh, just definitely. have a look, you know, for one round, two rounds, and then bring them in uh, based on what she shared. You got to remember that with with W Fantasy, that um, prices change really fast, right? Yep. The, and the prices change quite quite a lot each round because of the shortened season. And so, if you have a player debuting that Brits talked up, uh, it could be worth jumping on, you know, before their first game, right? You're gonna have a bit more yep. confidence if they've. If yes, you've heard of them, yes. being able to jump on right away and get yeah. on before that big 
sort of yeah. 20, 30K price increase, uh, two or 3K price increase in Huge. the first week. Yep. So it's going to be really good. Nice. Nice. Uh, I'm done. You want to get out of here? Yes. That's awesome. Uh, yep. Well, uh, I will catch you around again next week, Benny. No worries. Thanks for listening. Thanks, mate. Yeah.